to Wake the Bear Radio with your host, Brandon Johnson, Chris Hurst, and Ron Powers. Nice. All right. All right. Happy Memorial Day. This is a great day, and uh, it's nice to have the weekend off, or the day off, besides the weekend, but there's a lot more than just a holiday. Oh yeah. So, uh, what, what what's going on as far as uh, Memorial Day with you guys? Well, I, I, I spent a little bit of time watching um, the the. Uh, it's not a celebration. It's a it's an a time to remember, a time to commemorate the fallen. So it's more of a solemn event. Not not all about uh, barbecues and that whole thing. It's more about remembering those that pay the ultimate price. And so I was thinking today of a friend of mine who's a his family is a gold star family lost a son um in the national guard so i was you know just remembering him and re- remembering that family you know just know and i sent them a text just letting them know i'm thinking about them i think it's important for us to uh, to do you know so yeah i've been remembering remembering the following remember that you know there's a, a scripture the bible says that um no greater love uh, can someone give than they're willing to lay down their life for a friend and so I think of, you know, that's what we see, what we've seen happen is people have laid their lives down for our freedom. They laid their lives down for us to be able to have the freedom that we have. So it's a very, very important day. I think, uh, I think I was was looking at this one here. This one sticks out to me. Greater love has no one than this to lay down his life for his friend. That's a word from Jesus. So, but yeah, Yeah. Memorial Day has quite a history, Chris. What do you, what do you? What do you know about that? Yeah, well, I come from a military family. My uncle was a Green Beret. My grandfather was um, in World War II, obviously, a bunch of uncles. My dad was career Air Force. My my brother went to the Air Force Academy, taught flying. And uh, we lived in Washington, D.C., right next to um, Nash- the Arlington National Cemetery. That's where my grandfather is buried. And... Um, it is something that is celebrated and honored um, every year with a lot of pomp and circumstances, and it is um, it is done very well. Three years after the Civil War is when Memorial Day kind of got started, and mm-hmm. it was originally called Decoration Day. I don't right. know if you, you remember that, but I remember as a little girl, it was kind of called Decoration Day and sometimes called Memorial Day. And at the time, uh, it was a an opportunity really for the nation to come together after the, the Civil War. And the idea that it was in May was to put flowers. It's when all the flowers were in full bloom to put flowers on the graves of the the dead soldiers and to come together um, not as um, the confederacy and the union but as one nation and so uh, it was started ulysses s grant gave one of the first speeches for decoration day or memorial day and at that time uh, it uh, it became a federal holiday pretty much soon after that and General Logan, who in 1868 was part of its initiation, he declared it uh, to be May 30th. He said, with the choicest flowers of springtime, we should guard the graves of those who've passed with sacred um, obligation. 
Let pleasant pass invite the coming and going of reverent visitors and fond mourners. Let no neglect, no ravages of time testify to the present or to the coming generations that we've forgotten as a people the cost of what it is to be free and an undivided republic. And so I think my, my thought is, you know, at a time when it feels like our nation can be very divisive, the truth is I, I believe we're more together than we are apart. And so this day should be um, reminding us that it's cost people um, a lot. Many have, have paid the ultimate price. And the idea is it's been paid for keeping us an undivided republic. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That was good. Thank you, Chris, for sharing some of the background of Memorial Day and, and some of the history there. Um, I did notice that there were a lot of um, references to President Trump visiting and, and making a speech. And and there's so much respect from the military uh, when he comes around. It was really neat to see that. Um, and so I, I was really blessed by seeing that. I read a couple things on that. So it's just good to see uh, president that really uh, cherishes and respects uh, the the military and took care of him when he was in power, um, at least in the front front room there. And so that was good. Um, you know, I, I almost feel embarrassed to share what my Memorial Day weekend was because I, I, I took advantage of the time off. Um, I happened to have had a birthday at the beginning of that weekend. So I was yeah, able was to your birthday. Uh, Happy capitalize birthday. on it. And so, yeah, so I went... I went inland from the coast, uh, 100 miles, um, and I actually went and saw a professional surf contest. And uh, this is what that contest looked like. This is in the middle of farmland. This is a man-made wave, and it's called the Surf Ranch. And uh, this is what it looked like. Wow. Uh, well, what? Like, uh, this is all man-made. Right I mean, every time that first half goes exactly the same, now he's just going to town. This is where the variation so, will come in on the inside. And this is where we get to see what it else even, he's got. It even makes a good barrel here. You can see him nice just gets inside. Slicing the sashimi so, uh, <laughs> just top, uh, top stuff. So, was there yeah, a was jet just... ski there, too? I thought I saw a jet ski. Yeah, the jet ski was actually holding a camera. And, um, yeah, the camera. And so it, it, it had, had a camera on every run and wow. it was, uh, you know, 10 hours, the first day standing in 85 degree weather, no shade. And, uh, luckily I had this hat on and we know oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. We'd be happy. Yeah. I kept my face out of the sun and so, uh, and it was white, so it didn't get too hot. So that was good. But, uh, yeah, I took advantage of that time, uh, celebrating. And then we went to a, just went to a, um, a dinner or picnic uh, with a neighbor that was moving and it was kind of a Memorial day uh, celebration, um, you know, a weekend to do that. So it was good, but. Friends and family. That's why we do what we're doing. That's what we're fighting for is our legacy for this nation to leave something for our grandkids and our kids and to, to give them what we have been given. Yeah. 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 And it definitely feels like we're in a fight. I mean, obviously we're, we're in a war. It's an informational war. But I, I, I feel like we're, we're kind of seeing, uh, I don't know, we're kind of titling today, Great American Comeback. There is, I think uh, America is getting a backbone. You know, people are starting to stand up and speak out. Uh, they're starting to fight back. I see the American consumers actually using their dollars to fight back against um, 
just an all out war on morality in our country. And uh, people are like, no, we've had enough of this. Um, I think of like some of the things that we've come up with. Uh, we've basically in the last two or three weeks, we've experienced two of the most effective boycotts in, in American history. Uh, collectively boycotting two different companies that lost $20 billion between the two of them. Um, so I, I'm, I'm excited to see Americans sign as fi- I mean, I think that we, we've gone from this place now with this gay pride and LGBTQIA stuff to where they finally pushed us into a corner where they it went on. Let's just be tolerant. And I'm fully, fully believe in tolerance. You know, I, I fully believe that God gives men and women, adult men and women, um, the rights to obey or disobey him, um, to, and, and people get to make choices, bad and good choices. And that's their right as Americans. So I'm fully for people having the right to do whatever they want to do, but it's really has been like, it's been shoved down our throat so much. And now they're chasing after our children. I mean, this whole target, you know, um, Mm -hmm. thing is pretty crazy. That's his actual photograph of inside target. They had to take down all of the gay, LGBTQ material and and actually they had uh, 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 they pushed it even further that you know if you notice they keep pushing it even further mm-hmm. now they had clothing to um, w- that you could wear that you could tuck your uh, genitals under and look like a woman and it was in the children's section in the front of the store and they even had um, iconography with Baphomet on it which is a, mm-hmm. a symbol of Satan who has both male and female parts. And uh, one of the major designers, one of their logos said, uh, you know, Satan respects pronouns. Um, so, you know, take, you know, it, it don't make a mistake. We are in a war. And, and, and it was like, oh, they're not really after our kids. They're really just kind of, they just kind of want to be left alone. And, and no, they're after our children. And, and all of these businesses are now um, moving towards targeting our children and I think we just, you know, I think the American people are waking up that this was a, co- a coordinated plan. And we've been talking about it for a long time that, you know, it's a coordinated plan to attack, you know, to, to tar- target children. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we have talked a little bit about how um, Memorial Day with people who've given their ultimate to, to our nation is a day and uh, gay pride month is it's a, it's new. It's fairly new. It's a whole month. I don't. I. I don't understand it. But it started. I don't know if you remember, but it, uh, Bill Clinton was the first one who brought it in. It was back in uh, 1999. He brought it in for a couple of years, and uh, then there was a break from that. And then Barack Obama back in 2009, and his first, um, his first uh, administration brought it. And he, he declared uh, June the LGBT Pride Month. That's when there were only four initials in the in the alphabet soup. But uh, when Trump was president, he didn't uh, make it a formal celebration, but he did make a statement about gay pride. And he, he, his was from a national and freedom um, point of view. He said, let us also stand in solidarity with the many LGBTQ Um, people who live in dozens of countries worldwide that punish, imprison, or even execute individuals on the basis of their sexual orientation. He said, my administration has launched a global campaign to decriminalize homosexuality and invites all nations 
to join us in this this effort. And we were talking beforehand, I know, Brandon, that you had talked about the difference between um, being tolerant and having to being forced to have to celebrate something right. that you don't agree with. And I think that's what uh, President Trump was doing. He's, he didn't he didn't like the idea that anyone should be um, imprisoned or punished due to their sexual orientation. Uh, and he wanted to decriminalize it. But that's not the same as requiring us all to put up that flag on the flagpole along with our American flag. Yeah, well, the people have been pushing back. I mean, uh, you know, the New York Post did kind of give a quantitative analysis of just the Bud Light. And Bud Light to date has lost $19 billion. Oh, um, on its own. On its own, yeah. And so that, that's that's quite a bit. And so there there is definitely a pushback. In fact, they're, they're selling uh, the 24 cans for $349, which is about just under 15 cents a can. Um, that's pretty cheap. Don't do it. Don't nope. Do it. Nope. <laughs> buy it. It's just toilet water anyway. So, yeah. And I, I think what's happening too, that, you know, and you said this, Chris, before, but it went from, you know, we just want to be tolerant, be left alone. We want to be able to love who we love, whatever, you know, tolerance to demanding we celebrate them as, as a preferred lifestyle. And, you know, I don't know how you can, consider it anything but preference if you if you only have one other flag on that flagpole and it's the gay and trans flag or you know the collective sexualization flag of everything every you know every status the you've got the american flag you got the california state flag and then you have the gay flag that that's a preferred status and and you know millions and millions of dollars are being spent on um on advertising because advertising works so you, whatever you advertise, you believe people will buy, right? So, it, you know, because you're suggesting people buy something by putting it in front of their face. So when you put the, the, the gay flag over the, the elementary school down the street, you know, it was happening in my school, in my daughter's school, you know, it's like you're suggesting that this is a, pervert, a preferred lifestyle, um, to, to minors. So it's one thing, you know, you're targeting adults, but they are targeting minors and that's just... That's good, you know, and 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 it's weird too because they they have this thing called the EIG score, and I mean, guys, you guys are familiar with this, but the EIG score basically says the the the, the gay, you know, the woke company, uh, the woke organization will give you a score based on how many um, gay characters you have in your, you know, in your uh, people in your um, organization, or how many uh, how many products you put out with the rainbow flag celebrating, you know, this month. So all of these companies, and you can see by this image, all of these companies are all doing it because they're given two things. One, they're being given money, so they're bribed to do it, and, or they'll be giving a low EIG score. So their boards are scared of being attacked by a very powerful political agenda. So they're more scared. This is the thing. They're more scared of getting a low EIG score than they are of their own consumers. And that has to change. We, it, that's why we can't give up. You, we need to continue to target. Target. We need to continue to not buy that beer. Any of these companies, I, I would just say, you know what? It should be a, a month of picnics. Go buy your food from the rest from from your grocery store, and go get your family and go have a picnic and spend a ton of less money than going out to all these companies um, during this month. Yeah, I noticed in column two, row three, uh, that's very disappointing. If you see the Chick-fil-A. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. If they're going to compromise, bye bye. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, we know that Walmart has um, gone that way now too, along with Target and Kohl's has gone that way. We just, we don't need to purchase the things that they're trying to sell. And I was sad that North Face, uh, which is a, a great outdoor gear, um, I, I'm not surprised because they are part of the elite. Um, so uh, the, their their infrastructure, as far as their economic, there are a lot of high-end stores that would celebrate this. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I think it's time for us to look and make our decision and we vote with our dollar and yep. we've seen that it works. Well, it, yeah. it does. It does work. You know, it's interesting. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at home writing a book right now, and I needed a new bookshelf because I had got rid of my old bookshelves. We remodeled our house, and I looked and looked and looked online and different places to get a, this new a, a white bookshelf, the right size and shape that I needed. And I finally found one. And it was from Target. My wife said, "You want me to buy it?" I'm like, "Nope, I don't want to buy it." Like it was the perfect size, perfect shape, perfect color. I'm purposely not going to buy it. I'm going to find it somewhere else. I'm going to hold off. So if, if if you know if everybody does that for this month and all of these companies lose money like major money that message will be sent so strong that they're going to re- reconsider but we cannot capitulate to this bribery that's going on and the bullying that's going on we have to to, to fight back and i and I, i'm really proud of elon musk you know someone actually de- designed a pedo flag a minor attracted persons flag and they p- tried to post it on twitter twitter and musk shut it down and said nope not on this platform so it, there, it is going somewhere like the World Economic Forum right now is actually voting to decriminalize sex with minors. Yeah. So it, it, it's a direction. It's just key. how far can we can continue to push this depravity to where uh, people in America and around the world won't, you know, won't push back. And right now we have to push back. We have to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I also think the quality of food on this list here, for the most part, if you think about it, is not really food that is is good and wholesome. <laughs> you know, it's mass produced. It's made with cheap, cheap ingredients. And I just wonder, I mean, it's almost as if it's the same philosophy, you know, as far as, I mean, if you want a really good fast food that's really healthy, go to your local taqueria, you know, the whole beans, mm-hmm. uh, the, the meat that's from the local store that they, they uh, fry up or, or barbecue or, or roast, you know, um, I would say that's a lot better going with the small mon pa. And we've done a show on the big box stores, how they take over and stuff and they wipe mm-hmm. out the small ones. These chains are open everywhere. I mean, you know, you've got to be a millionaire to even start a McDonald's, you know, on a waiting list and all that. And then you got to go to Hamburger U and, and get trained so your burger looks exactly the same. Very, you know, conforming, which I understand people like something they're familiar with. But the quality is not there. You know, if you knew it, half the things that go into the meats of some of these things. So it's almost as if their their menu is kind of reflective of their values at the moment. Yeah. You know, it's profit, profit, profit. And what, what are we going to do to get profit? We'll put a rainbow on your thing, you know, uh, your, your packaging, um, you know, use this cheaper grade meat. So I don't know, just kind of something yeah. I saw there. Yeah, and, and I, and I, I propose that we call for a national picnic month. 
You just you go to the grocery one. store and you just you just picnics all month. You get out in the sun and the summer has begun and you get with your family and you buy groceries. You save a ton of money. You eat really healthy food. It's totally national picnic month. And then, you know, make it a national buy nothing month. How many people um, in their, you know, budgets actually shouldn't be doing a lot of consumer spending right now? A lot of, you know, they should, you know, buckle down, save some money, you know, put it into gas going someplace or you taking your family somewhere, but really just make it like a buy nothing month. You know, don't give into a national against consumerism month, you know? Yeah. Sounds good. Hey, also with the numbers, uh, you had mentioned, uh, target department stores, uh, you know, yesterday's, uh, New York post, they said that they actually lost 10 billion in uh, market value in the last 10 days. Wow. Uh, so, so, you know, it just shows that there's power and unity and, you know, a lot of it, that could be with anything. It could be with your voting. It could be, and in mm-hmm. a way, this is with your voting. Um, so just stand up and do what is right um, and not say, oh, it, my vote doesn't matter. It's like, you know, my non-purchase doesn't matter. It does. And people are, are seeing it. And I think people are being encouraged. They're seeing the results of these. And now they're going to be more motivated yeah. in the future to say, you know what? I think I'm going to join this boycott as well. You know, and, and it's it is sending a message. And I've heard people talk against boycotting. Oh, we don't want to be known for boycotting. We just want to share God's love and stuff. But, you know, you don't want to support and throw your money and your finances towards things that work against the kingdom. You know, and so I, I, I I'm really glad to see this uh, being effective now. And there's a lot of people we've hit a critical mass. That's a big thing. Yeah, I can't see how sharing God's love is um, being silent to the deviancy, and that's what we're talking about when we're talking about pedophilia and uh, children uh, being encouraged to um, to take hormonal um, drugs that we don't even know. We know that they're going to probably um, sterilize the children, but but we don't know if they're going to cause cancers or other illnesses. That uh, we know that there will probably be suicidal ideal ideation. Um, but that's that's a um, an evil agenda that we have allowed to become part of our um, acceptable culture, and it has got to go because yeah. it is mostly hurting our young people. Yep, it is. I mean, children are in, children. They can't buy a beer, but they can change their their. They can take drugs that will damage their development forever like it's just it's just complete insanity it's 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 luciferian i mean it's straight up satanic and it's a, it's a tar- part of a global sat- satanic move a push right now yeah. um one of the things i want to highlight is that there's a, a major pushback in the release of this new movie called sound of freedom mm-hmm. which i'm gonna actually go see a, a a sneak preview of it next wednesday in los gatos there's a I think one of the producers is going to be there, but I, you know, paid multiple, you know, a lot more for the ticket just to be able to support it early. It's coming out on the fourth of July, which is making me super excited because it's all about freedom, you know, about you know, and it's and it's all you know, the whole movie is basically um, focusing on the you know, the sex tra- the worldwide sex trafficking ring um, that has been that has gone on, and I want to just play this this um, this. Uh, video here and we'll just take a moment and watch this one you know as you, as you play it too um as you play it remember that the ukraine is the number 
one, number one sexual sex trafficking country in the entire on the whole globe. So as yep. we're think about the big picture here. Yeah, it's it's uh, second most corrupt country in the world and the number one most country of sex trafficking. Why are our global elitists so panicking about keeping hidden what's going on there? I, I think it's a cleanup operation. So let's watch this movie. I'll watch this intro. I don't think I can do this job, Tim. As soon as I lay down, all these see are those kids' faces. How long you been doing this? 12 years. How do you do it? It is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. It has already passed the illegal arms trade, and soon it's gonna pass the drug trade. Imagine walking into a room right now, seeing an empty bed. What will we do? Shivering stars drift around in the sky. For Homeland Security, you know we can't go off rescuing kids in Colombia. This job tears you to pieces. This is my one chance to put those pieces back together. We're talking about extracting an 11-year-old girl from an army of rebels. Not just her. I'm talking about rescuing hundreds of kids. She could be a block down the road, or she could be in Moscow, Bangkok, L.A. Over two million children a year are being sucked into the deepest recesses of hell. If we do nothing, someday it's going to reach the likes of you. What if this was your daughter? Wherever I go, I'll find my way home. Wow. Yeah, pretty powerful. I, I'm also going to be seeing it this Wednesday at that sneak preview. Um, and it does help. Uh, the extra money does go towards, uh, what is it, Underground Railroad? Mm -hmm. um, Operation Underground Railroad, O-U-R. Yeah, our O-U-R. So, yeah, that it's going to be good. And, you know, what was really neat is they did a crowdfunding, uh, Angel Studios, to help promote this. And just in the last few days, they were shooting for two million, and they—they're over three million dollars uh, already that people have donated just to get the word out. So that's that's encouraging to see that kind of response. Yeah, yeah. So, and if you don't follow L Lara Logan on Truth Social or Twitter, you need to um, for our audience because she is probably one of the greatest advocates for child trafficking and. Uh, she just posted something about, um, you know, how the, the LGBTQ um, community has been pushing back against the, the books like the, uh, that 
are being asked to take out of schools because they're inappropriate and they're saying, oh, you're trying to ban books. Well, she she said very clearly, I, I liked her language. She said, no one's banning these books. They're just trying to protect the innocence of the children, which is always a parental right. In fact, it's a parental duty. It's not the responsibility of the schools to give sexual instruction to kids. So stop funding uh, these books. And uh, so in every aspect of, um, of sexualizing the children, um, she is a huge advocate. So thank you for sharing that, that uh, trailer. That was powerful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And I I saw the interview with Jim Caviezel on um, the war room with Steve Bannon Mm -hmm. and he was just, choked up he was a wreck you know he says i haven't slept in two years after making this movie because it's on my mind it was like a personal call he was weeping almost in the interview just uh because once he saw what was really happening it wasn't just a movie for him it was like the most prolific movie i think he's ever done you know and um he just was shocked at how how much they pushed back i mean this was made what two years ago and it hasn't been out yet there's been that much push out pushback from hollywood and and you know theaters and stuff like that, and that was one of the reasons why they wanted to do a crowdfunding too. They wanted they wanted people to actually pay it forward as well, just to tell the theaters, hey, you'll have a certain amount of people watching it. And so as soon as I saw that, I I looked to see if our local theater was on that list, and it wasn't. So I I went and I emailed that wow. um, that theater. I said, hey, I think you you should really show this show. I I, I really feel that there'd be a number of people that would watch it. So I don't think you'll have an empty uh, you know theater. And uh, within three hours, I got a, um, a email back from Cinelux Theaters, and they said, well, definitely going to be showing it there. And in fact, uh, there's a sneak preview, and that's how I said, or that's how I learned about it and shared it with you guys um, that this, uh, you know, in Los Gatos, uh, downtown yeah. Los Gatos. Well, and what, what I'd like to see us do here locally is that um, we schedule some times locally with a bunch of friends and go see it, you know, maybe even it comes out the 4th of July. I'd love to go see like an afternoon you know, like, you know, go go see an afternoon or a matinee of it and then stick around and watch the fireworks in Scotts Valley or something like that where we can just, you know, all talk about it and then realize that freedom is something that we celebrate, you know, obviously for Memorial Day today that we people gave their lives for our freedom. And there are still men and women serving all around the world, um, giving their lives for freedom. And that's, you know, for, to, for freeing people from the most horrible things. Yeah. And yeah. I think we yeah. need to, I just want to take a moment to say a, a quick prayer. If you guys would join yeah. me, father, we just mm-hmm. ask in the name of Jesus, yes. you would bring this movie to every theater that people's yeah. eyes would be open, that they would see that there is a global push uh, to, to continue to harm children and that we need to stand for the innocent and we need to stand um, right. You know, it's a righteous stand uh, to stand against all of this sexualization um, and minor attracted uh, directed um, consumerism to try to get americans to to accept this and we just say no we do not accept it we resist it we stand against it in jesus name we declare that we will not concede we will not um, give in Uh, we we will resist and we will see the kingdom of god come in these areas and men and, and men and women will eyes will be open to the dark forces that are pushing this and they will believe on the lord jesus christ and get saved we ask this in jesus name yeah. Wow. Well, the, you know, um, 
I don't know if you remember about three weeks ago when the, the trans issue was being talked about at the White House and the White House sec- um, press secretary and Joe Biden both used the terms that ch- these are our children. These are our children as though somehow our, t- our kids, my kids, would be part of Joe Biden's commodities. And the reason is that, and this is true, the, lo- the primary asset of the Luciferian Brotherhood system, which is the cabal system, is children. The greatest asset that they have in the sale of them, they say, sell them for sexual exploitation. They sell, sell them for sexual, for ritual uh, killing. They sell them for um, their blood. They sell them to consume them. They sell them um, as, uh, as, well, I hate to say it, but they sell them after they, they, for diamonds, after they've been incinerated and they sell them to put as food additives. And so uh, at every level, a child is worth tens of thousands of dollars. And there's a reason that there are unaccompanied minors at our borders. And I want to say those things unapologetically, like, oh, that's just a conspiracy. You're going to find out soon enough. It's not a conspiracy. And they are. Children are the greatest assets. And I want to tell the Biden administration, they are not yours. They're not your children. They belong to the parents. So they're not your assets. So get your hands off of them. Amen. 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 You know, it's interesting, you know, this, we, we've seen a lot of crime and and wicked things happen on the earth, but we have not seen uh, too many people going into a school and shooting up children. It's only happened a few times actually in, in American history, you know, where people it's happening more and more, but the most recent one obviously was a trans woman, you know, who was, transitioning to a man went in and shot up a Christian school and killed four people, two children. And the, the Biden administration actually came out and, and actually said, we're here to defend the trans community that's under attack rather than a clear, you know, attack on, on Christians. It was literally, I mean, both the, both Biden and the press secretary were saying, we want to unequivocally express our, our, you know, support of the trans community and I'm like, this is less than like one zero point one percent of the world. And the Christians are the majority, you know, still a pretty strong majority in this country. And you're def- you're going to defend the ones who went in and killed the kids and the, the adults. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. That's, that's your that's your focus. And and so it's just, you know, it's just kind of a clown world. You can't believe that it's gotten as bad as it has, but it has. And we just need to continue to push back and speak out locally. I mean, I went to two different board meetings and spoke up and just said, this is. This is not okay for you guys to push this on minors. And it's interesting because it, it, it's global. It's it, it's a push. You know? And, you know, the, Biden's out there pushing it. The, the, the administration's pushing it. The World Economic Forum is wanting to make sex with minors legal. Like, this is a, a global, and I think really it's probably happening because it's going to come out very soon. Um, some dark stuff that's been going on, for you know, that you mentioned, Chris. And they want the they want the world to decriminalize it so you can't prosecute them when it comes out. That's the push that's going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to normalize complete perversion and uh, just a, 
a, a horrible um, treatment of our children. But um, besides, um, besides not standing up for our kids, Biden's not standing up for our uh, national interests right now. If you notice, here it is Memorial Day, and he's not with the troops of the military. He's at the G7 uh, summit trying to forward his agenda for globalism wow. and for the global economy. I mean, he is he makes no bones about it that he yeah, he is more concerned about the global economic um, situation than he is about our national uh, situation. And I would I would go so far to say that uh, he he is a, an outright globalist. And so when when we think about make America great again or America first, I just cannot understand why people um, are against that. Why wouldn't we be about our um, our own national interests above the national interests of um, others as, uh, to to take care of our own? We were talking about it earlier, um, Brandon. You were talking about we take care of our family first. Yeah, you you should take every country should take care of its country first, and then if it has you know additional resources to help you know there. I mean, I think of you know the amount of money that's spent in Ukraine. I mean, we could probably, I think some of the numbers are like, you could actually give like every family in America, like 40 grand and you could put a, 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 an armed security guard in every school in the nation. You could, I mean, there's so much that can be done with the money that's being spent all around the world for Ukraine and other places that could actually be for the people of America. And it's just, it's, it's a, you know, it's a, abomination of what we see going on and you you're, you mentioned the whole thing about um the the g7 the push um there's you know i actually saw a video of lindsey graham and john mccain before he died um in a room full of ukrainian soldiers this is like 10 years ago telling them we're gonna have your back and we're gonna go fight and we're gonna you know and it was just like they were pushing them for, towards war they were pushing them towards war with Putin. And it's just kind of that whole global thing that we're going to police every other nation. And somewhere like in the 1990s, we shifted from, you know, just helping nations become democratic to like demanding they become like us and become a part of our economic system. And there's, you know, there's a cabal. There's a internal bureaucratic system that is not does not get voted in and out at each election and that are actually governing and running our country. And that sure they they help America's interest, but they help the world's interest and their own interest all at the same time. And there are people that actually do not have the American interest in, in, in at the highest point. And that's what's going on right now with Biden with um, the World Health Organization, which is a branch of the United Nations. He is pushing um, to give over American sovereignty to the World Health Organization in light in light of the next future um, uh, pandemic, you know, and and it doesn't even have to. It, it, the language is super vague, and it's basically saying that they will use government sources and non-government sources and 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 foreign organizations to help strengthen the relation uh, the the regulations of that pandemic on. The people on the people so they're willing so basically what that opens the door for them is to use un troops non-american troops from other countries to come in and enforce regulations on american citizens that is that is like war that is not okay and that's what they're pushing for yeah, yeah it's a strategy i mean it basically it's a chess game they're saying hey 
uh, you know, Putin's the boogeyman. We need to set up more military right at his doorstep. And so they're getting more NATO, you know, NATO countries are trying to create them. And they're saying, you need to be part of NATO and we're going to give you all this money. So do what we say. And that's really kind of what, what I see is happening right now. So, yeah, it's not for the love and the care of those people as much as, Hey, you've got property that's right next door to their, uh, their border. And we need to have our military stuff there, right, th right there. It puts us at an advantage. Well, the, truth, really the truth is that the Ukrainian army, they're, they are, um, they're basically uh, the Nazi regime that's been um, re, uh, repurposed since uh, World War II. And so when we support the Ukrainian uh, interest, we are supporting uh, black money. We're, we're supporting the Nazi uh, regime. And, and this isn't, we're not, it's not about the Ukrainian people. I mean, they are suffering. Their, their children have been forced into the army. I mean, they, I don't even think they have that many youth left that haven't been, um, yeah. uh, have, haven't been put into kind of their indentured military and, uh, they're even bringing in women now into the military in Ukraine because they're running out of some of the men. But when we have to be careful what we're supporting and know what we're supporting. And uh, we have been lied to as American people as to what's going on in Ukraine right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, hey, uh, real quick, just some bookkeeping there. Uh, we talked about Sounds of Freedom. Uh, you can go to Angel Studios. Uh, do a search, Angel Studios, Sounds of Freedom. Uh, that movie is not just on 4th of July, but it is that week and, and beyond. And so if you have plans for the 4th of July, well, then see it on the 3rd or the 5th or the 6th. Go see that movie. And so do a search, Angel Studios. Um, they have a big thing on Sounds of Freedom. and That's the name of the movie. And it's made by Angel Studios. Just wanted to make sure uh, we got that out there because yeah, it's. I think you. it's really important to, yeah. to see and to tell others, hey, I saw this. You need to see this. This might uh, be new to you, but you should see it. Yeah, it's it's time to wake people up, and, and you know that's what we're about. Wake the bear is about, and you know we want to be able to interact with people who are waking up right now. So if you, you know, want to call in, we're actually going to take some calls later, uh, a little bit later um, towards the end. We got a few more minutes left to cover a few more topics, but. We're, we're trying to start taking calls like we were like um, when we were on KSEO radio um, exclusively. Now we're on uh, on multiple sites. What, what are the sites we're on right now, Ron? Uh, we're on uh, Cloud Hub. We're on uh, Rumble Live. Uh, we're on Twitter. And so those are the three main ones. And then after the show, we put it on podcast uh, or uh, Podbean. I'm sorry. Um, if you go to wakethebearradio.com, we have a, uh, a page for each show. And so you could see all the different ways of seeing this show uh, starting later tonight or tomorrow. Yep. So jump on, um, come check out our show, P pass it on to other people, start waking other people up. That's what this show is about is waking up the bear with bears, California. Uh, she's a Republic. She's been asleep. Uh, the evil ones have been we've been abnegating our responsibility of being diligent to keep righteous men and women in power and wicked people have taken over and we need to take it back. And so we need to keep doing that both as a nation and as uh, as a state. Um, I wanted to also point out here's the actual language from that. Woo, uh, the World Health Organization, the who bodies. Um, 
in emergency prevention, preparedness, and response. This is like section 30.6. The request, where appropriate, the services and cooperation of and information provided by competent and relevant organizations and bodies of the United Nations United Nations system and other international and regular uh, regional intergovernmental organizations and non-governmental organizations and bodies as referred to in article 14 as a means of strengthening and implementation the implementation of those of these regulations strengthening the implementation so basically like I said this opens the door for foreign troops on our soil to strengthen a, a health uh, uh, health emergency and they don't even they don't even explain there's it's very vague it basically could be you could just be with the world health organization an unelected body can just decide that this is this is potentially a health emergency and so now we're going to shut down uh, flights we're going to shut down travel we're going to bring in regulations and if you don't like it we're going to use government force and we're going to use non-governmental f- sources and troops so uh, call your congressman <laughs> Yeah. Write them. Tell them to push back on this step. Yeah, yeah scary stuff. It's treason. Sure. It is full on treason. Yeah. And so, also keeping our eye on the ball on a couple other things. There's, um, I am such a fan of of um, just uh, the the way that Arizona is fighting back. You're in Arizona right now, aren't you, Chris? No, I was I was in Arizona last week. I'm up in the great Pacific Northwest right now. Wow. So what's going on with Maricopa? What's going on? I, I heard some news that uh, Katie Hopps chief of staff resigned and, yeah. there's, and there's a growing momentum with Maricopa. Well, tell us a little bit about that. There is. There was a, some recent video that came out about the Maricopa um, election department. Re, um, they actually broke the seals of uh, machines that were used for elections, the election machines, the electronics, uh, after they'd been calibrated and that they had been checked out. And so this is fairly recent. And so it was was very eye-opening to see that um, all the machines, they went in and manipulated them, which obviously is against the law, but they do have... um, the the video evidence of that and um we're uh carrie lake still she is i do not know where she gets her energy but she is standing strong she knows what she stands for and she's not backing down and she is she's going to be fighting this thing um to the highest court in the land and so right now this last weekend she uh was she was um she was turned away that the, the um, same judge that had originally taken her local um, case said that she didn't have enough uh, evidence to go forward. And so they are reappealing it to the next step for the Arizona Supreme Court. Mm. You know, I think she gets her energy from the prayers of the saints. If you think about it, you know, uh, you may say, hey, what can I do to help? Well, the very minimum you can be doing is, is praying. And part of that praying is not, oh, God, make it make it all better. You get specific and you start uh, finding out who represents you or if you see a major battle going on in the country. And, and so, for instance, Maricopa County, which is a major county that influenced the whole national election, Carrie Lake um, is, you know, two years later was running for governor. 
And so we pray for her by name. So we'd call out Carrie Lake in the name of Jesus. We just speak that you would give her energy and, and uh, strength through this, that she would have people come across her path that would help her and that uh, the people that are, are, are deceiving and that are working against her would be, would be caught and made known. And you would just start to go down a list of things, details like that. And, and what you're doing is, is what a lot of people would call spiritual war warfare, where you are actually doing warfare in a spiritual realm. And all of a sudden, people are inspired to do this or that because of that spiritual warfare was already taken care of. And, and maybe a, a whistleblower has been on the fence for a long time. And then all of a sudden that whistleblower has the courage and says, you know, I think today is the day I'm going to step out mm -hmm. and blow the whistle on what I saw. And that would be maybe from a lot of uh, prayers in the background. So don't think that prayers are just uh, to be, you know, just to do as a tradition. They, they actually do break down things and they open up doors. And so. That's good. Good word. Like that picture there, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's crazy that we're that they're still battling it. Um, uh, it's pretty clear that Katie Hobbs is controlled by the cartels. There didn't didn't run. I mean didn't didn't do anything. Didn't campaign at all, and still won. And did all of these uh, changing the sizes of the the ballots and the the machines. Just all this lies and cheating. And, and you know what I love about Carrie Lake is if she can do it, we can do it. If Arizona can do it. California can do it if we can if she can stand up and fight you know she we can rally around her in Arizona because then we can rally around what's gone on in California for what I believe many many years that the elections have been elect you know chosen not not elected yeah that's really good yeah definitely definitely well you know the uh, next thing we were talking about is the Democrats. They just love fentanyl for some reason. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know if maybe their family's on it or, or, or they're on it themselves. But, you know, they had, what, 132 Democrats vote against a bill to crack down on fentanyl. It's like, why would you vote against cracking down on fentanyl? I, I don't know. Did you hear any reasons why they would do such a thing? It doesn't even make sense to me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, No. We want fentanyl. Yeah. Well, I think part of, you know, it's if you make the red pill leap and go, you have to realize that there are those installed in our government that want to see uh, this nation come down. And part of the nation coming down is the deterioration of the economy, of the health of the, the people, the families. And part of that is... Uh, the whole drug, um, the, the drug invasion. And so when you open up a border, what are you bringing in? You're bringing in human trafficking, you're bringing in drugs, and you're bringing in guns. You're bringing in things that uh, destabilize our nation. So when the Dems uh, vote against a bill to crack down on fentanyl, uh, you've got to wonder what are their motives and who have, who's, got, who's got them. You know, where where are they being held hostage um, due to um, some sort of uh, exploitation or, or someone's got pictures on them or I don't know what. But um, it is so strange. I just yeah. find it incredibly um, difficult to even believe that they're uh, they're working for for us. Yeah, yeah. They're not even arguing. They're not even telling us why they think this is a good idea. They're just doing it. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, as we have a couple more minutes, we should. Uh, we're going to try this phone line thing. We haven't as uh, we haven't done it. We tried it last week, and we were not getting uh, the calls through. So we're going to try it again. We'll see what happens as we continue on uh, going on with our show. So I'm going to put a ticker down there. You can call us at eight three one two 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 five eight four seven, or it's eight three one back tip. Um, and so yeah, just give us a call, and uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah. And if you have a question or you have a, a comment, uh, that's really what we're wanting to get a conversation going. And it's the one thing that we love about live radio was, uh, was being able to have some of the callers. So we would like to get that opportunity and we're trying to expand our ability to uh, communicate with others and have them bring in what, what they are sensing is truth. Yeah, and if you disagree with us, call in. If you disagree with us, and you're you got, you think we're wrong on a point, or you, we feel we're okay with being challenged. We're you know fallible human beings. We're trying to do the best we can to wake people up, give people information that they're not getting in any from any of the mainstream media. And uh, so you know, if you you, you want to call and challenge, or what you call and you know have a difference of opinion, we're here. We're here to listen. We want to hear it. So call in, share. Yeah, share your absolutely. Thoughts. Well, that sounds good. What else is going on this past week that we were uh, made aware of? I think uh, something about BLM going bankrupt. Oh man, that's amazing! Yeah, the Black Lives Matter—they fleeced like I think it was like twenty-five million dollars from the American people, and they and they they funded themselves in mansions in high affluent communities. They did nothing, nothing to actually help black communities. In fact. They destroyed black communities by bringing in rioting, which actually damaged and destroyed black owned businesses. And now they're going bankrupt. Yeah. Some of these areas, they are actually shutting. Some of these businesses are actually saying, you know, chain businesses are saying, you know, we're closing our, our store in this area uh, because of uh, theft and, and uh, you know, destruction of the inside of the, the company, I think Walgreens uh, was closing a couple. Was it Walgreens? Mm-hmm. Just recently, uh, in the last week or two, and it was just because, hey, we've we've had our whole store completely stripped out from writing, you know. And a lot of this is fueled by the BLM. They get yeah. they get them all riled up, and next thing you know, it's like it's my right to have those uh, those tennis shoes that I saw in the window there. And, yeah, I uh, saw a, bl- a black father just recently go just go nuts on Twitter. And he was like, you know what? This is not about black lives matter. This is about, you know, empowering the worst elements of a culture. And he says, you know, I, I'm not worried about getting, I'm not worried about the police. I'm not scared of them. I, why? Because I'm not a stinking criminal. Like I'm not doing anything wrong. Right. And, when they, and when they come in or, and they come and ask me questions, I answer the questions politely. I don't you know, push back and be a jerk. And he, you know, it's just, there's so many, uh, men and women out there, solid American families, solid black families that are like, this, this does not represent our, my family. And uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's important to see those, you know, they say that the number one um, murder or the wonder one, the number one way of dying as a black man is from another hand of another black man. Um, You know, the murder rates are just astronomical. Um, and it's really sad to see. And that's just, uh, I think that just goes hand in hand with maybe poverty areas. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like that's, that's, you know, that's what we're seeing. 
Yeah, yeah the lawlessness bad. that just continued. I mean, we were talking about stores that closed. Old Navy was uh, closed last week in downtown San Francisco. We've given a whole list of what's moved out of of our local big city, which is San Francisco, and it just continues to. Um, people are are leaving in droves, and uh, it it is so sad to see the the um, the destabilization and the giving of ground of these cities to um, to people who are on the streets or or even some of the uh, illegal aliens who are being brought in to be housed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I think it's really. Uh, it, it, it's kind of telling, you know, a lot of the big box stores, you know, they can handle, uh, you know, at times a $10 billion drop in value, or, you know, they can handle a store getting attacked and that, you know, mil- you know, millions of dollars of stuff being stolen. A mom and pop store can't handle that. They mm-hmm. like you, they can't say, well, we'll just let them steal it. And then we'll just file insurance and get it all. But like, there's a lot of small businesses that they, they will not, they'll have to close. And, you know, and many had have in inner cities where these, these riots have gone on. And so it, it, it does seem, you know, clearly evil that's going on. You know, it's obviously black and, you know, the, we, there's a sense like there's, there's this things are getting darker, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and th- we're seeing things happen that we haven't seen happen in America in a long time. But we're also seeing people waking up to that. Like they're, when you show people this blatant evil, you know, the children being groomed by pedophiles who worship Baphomet, you know, who's a, you know, a, a male and female part God, goat God. And they're putting that in school. Like people are, it, 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 there's, there's a, there is coming a revival. There is a reawakening happening right now. And we're a part of this. And I, I just, I'm encouraged by this actually, because the Bible is very clear. Jesus says, you know, in this world, you will face trials, but take heart. I've overcome the world. Mm-hmm. And, it, yes. and, and there's multiple places where it says, you know, you're go- the God of this world has, you know, tried to blind the minds of the unbelievers. They cannot see the light of the gospel. That's Satan blinding people's lives. But people's eyes are opening because the darkness is so bad. So I rejoice even even, even I don't know, I'm not I'm not rejoicing in evil, but I'm rejoicing that people are waking up to it, you know. Absolutely. Hey, I just wanted to share one thing about uh, as we wake up, there are things that uh, we need to do. One of them is uh, the armor of God. And, uh, you know, we need to put on the armor of God. And I've always heard it as it was always a spiritual thing, uh, only spiritual principalities. But actually reading it, I went through several uh, commentaries. I went through several translations, the Young's literal. And actually, there's a lot more to it than what I thought. Um, uh, you know, it, so it, it says, uh, in Ephesians six ten through 18, it just says, finally be strong in the Lord and his mighty power, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. So it's not a physical, like, you know, let's shoot them and, and beat them down, but against rulers, against authorities, against the powers of this dark world and the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. And so if you break those down, and I, I looked at several commentaries, and I went against the Young's uh, literal, what the, these things mean. And actually, these, these powers like authorities and against rulers and the powers of this dark world, those are actually physical. Uh, and I, I never knew that. And so what we're talking about is what are, what are some of the dark 
uh, physical forces going on right now, people pushing agendas that are against God, that would be a dark, mm -hmm. uh, you know, authorities. Who, who are authorities? Well, we have people that are, you know, the Katie Hobbs and the, you know, the Maxine Waters and the, the Bidens, and, and those are authorities and rulers. And that, that they're saying that our, our war is against those things, those authorities. It's not against personal, like, hey, we want to beat them down and shoot them or anything like that. And, it, and he's making it very clear. Wow. And then there's also the spiritual heavenly realms. And so what, what, what you know, forces these things to happen, um, they start in the heavenly realms or in the spiritual realms. You know, we've, we've said that many times in the past. That, you know, and that's why we do what they call spiritual warfare, where we, we pray against things that are influencing people. You know, people are not our enemy, but there is a spiritual realm. But sometimes we have to make stance against authorities and against rulers. And so it, it talks about, you know, putting on the helmet of salvation that, you know, we, we need to know that we're saved. And, and God's word clearly says that, and that we would use like the sword of the spirit, which is God's word. Mm -hmm. And so that, that word, that, that sword, when we go forward in, in a fight, we're using God's word to combat the lies that are around the things that take people down and harm them so we 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 uh we measure it up with the word of god and so we would you know it says to pray in the spirit on all occasions so we need to be praying uh you know there's a a belt of truth and i, I just wanted to point out the belt belt of truth because uh here's a great example of the belt of truth and that's using truth as as your weapon as well in warfare and so last week there was an interesting, um, interesting tweet out that uh, Ted Cruz actually wound up getting involved in, and somebody, uh, somebody said, "Let me just uh, look it up real quick." Um, so, somebody puts something out there about, um, you know, that uh, where is it? Where is it? Uh, the filibuster, and they were saying that, uh, you know that they were they ripping on the oh this is what had happened so ted cruz first made a comment against the nc uh ncaacp uh because they put out a travel advisory saying <laughs> uh that you know that that state in florida they devalue and marginalize the contributions of and the ch and the challenges faced by african americans and other communities of color you know and and so ted cruz says this is bizarre and utterly dishonest. And that's what he tweeted. He said in the 50s and 60s, the NCAA uh, CP um, did extraordinary good helping to lead civil rights movements. Today, Dr. King would be ashamed of how profoundly they've lost their way. Hmm. And then what happens? AOC gets, gets involved in this. And then she says, you know, um, what does she say here? I, I'm pulling it out of an article right now. She says, why don't you go ahead and tell the people what happened um, to the party after that, Ted? And so she, she opened up the floodgates for Ted to come back. And he says, sure. First, the Democratic Party founded the KKK. Then the Democratic Party wrote Jim Crow laws. Those are laws about segregation. Then the Democrat Party filibustered the Civil Rights Act. Today, the Democrat Party filibusters school choice, trapping millions of black kids in failing schools. Today, the Democrat Party pushes and abolishes the police, which results in many more black lives murdered. Today, every Democratic 
senator or Democrat senator voted against my bill to stop D.C. from throwing 40 percent of black kids out of schools because of vax mandate. And then he goes on mm-hmm. as the Republican Party was uh, founded to oppose slavery. Our first Republican president was Abraham Lincoln, who won the Civil War and ended slavery. It was right. Republicans who voted for the Civil Rights Act in a much higher percentage than racist Democrats, he added. Today, we produce the lowest African-American unemployment ever under Trump economic boom. Today, we produce the lowest African-American poverty levels ever under the Trump economic boom. He says, today, I passed the largest uh, expansion of federal school choice ever. Um, and, and he says, over the objection of every single Democrat. And so basically, it, oh, and then he goes on to say that just two years ago, the Democratic governor of Virginia had put a photo of a man dressed as the KKK Klansman on his personal yearbook page. So he's saying, hey, look, at you guys actually have people that are really insensitive here. And, and still doing this to this day. And then Joe Biden, he said, gave a 2011 flowery eulogy uh, eulogy of an exalted cyclops of the KKK. I think that was Senator Byrd. Yeah. Um, you know, Senator Byrd was really high up in the uh, outspoken Klansman. And, um, you know, we, I think we've all seen that picture of uh, mm-hmm. Byrd giving uh, Hillary a kiss. And she said that, you know, she goes to him for advice because he is so wise but yet this is a guy that's high up in the Ku Klux Klan. And that was as late as 2011. And so it's like, you know, who are the racists? But anyway, I say all this because what, what, what um, Ted Cruz did is he used truth to battle these little insinuations that were, were done by Alexandria um, Ocasio-Cortez. You know, she, she says these things like, you know, well, tell us what really happened. And he says, I will tell you. And he, he came out with truth. Right. And it shut her down. She never responded to it. In fact, I loved it because it ended with Elon Musk saying, this kind of interaction makes this platform so unique and entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> and I just loved it. And yeah. so part of putting that armor of God on and fighting principalities and, and uh, rulers and authorities besides the spiritual ones that they talk about um, is using truth. And and truth is truth, whatever, if it's whether it's in the scriptures or it's it's just known facts um, of history. And so he used the known facts of history to combat innuendos and, and you know, little jabs and things like that. And he shut, he shut her down. And I believe that little battle there was completely won because she never came back. And people were actually left more educated if they did not know those things. Right. So anyway, a few cents on that. And I just, uh, I thought that was good. So. Well, it looks like we are getting close to the end. Are there any more comments or things that you would like to cover? Well, I think that you you covered a lot of, that it's really important for us to, you know, to point out, you know, we have to be diligent in learning truth. We have to seek truth. And, you know, we, and I think, you know, I mentioned this once multiple times, but there's kind of this illusion of choice when it comes to me, the media. Um, you know, there's a, I actually got an email back from, um, guy named wallace who did the um the infographic that shows it's the consolidation of media down to six mega corporations you know americans have to stop looking at this these six mega corporations who are controlling the media and start finding other sources of media ourselves um you know and we know there's shows out there there's place you know twitter is 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 obviously blowing up um 
the world right now and showing truth. So we have to find these organizations that are actually going to find, you know, help us, you know, speak out and, and expose truth. I think Laura Logan is a warrior for truth. You know, there's people out there that are truth tellers. I mean, you know, you know, you've got, you know, um, you know, Tucker Carlson, who's going to be starting a new show. There's people out there that are speaking truth, but you got to go find them. You can't just watch the the television and, uh, of the globalists and just follow with all the, what they're controlling your brain with. So, yeah, well, good yeah. point, sir. That is it. Well, we started with Memorial Day. We just want to um, end that way, too. So we'd like to wish all our veterans and all the families of veterans and those who may have lost their loved ones um, that it's a, a, a Memorial Day filled with peace and love. And uh, I just know that we are a nation that uh, has courageous people and we are God-fearing men and women who love this country. And I have a lot of faith in our brothers and sisters and our neighbors. I know um, we are going to get through this uh, this waking up that is so painful right now. But I want to wish everybody a happy Memorial Day. Yep. Happy Memorial yeah. Happy Memorial Day. This is good. People are waking up and uh, I'm excited to see each week, each week and, and, and put on that armor of God as you go out there to battle. A battle yep. takes two sides. So uh, you get involved in it, you know, and it's using truth and using God's word as the sword. Go, okay. Go have, bless. go have a picnic. Go watch the uh, movie Sound yes. of Freedom. Sound yes. of Freedom. Yeah, good, definitely. Good. Look good. it up. This has been Wake the Bear Radio on KSCO. 1080 on your AM dial. Oh.